Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Christ be beside me. Okay, Christ be below me. You've got loads of things, do you? Christ be above me. Never to. <laughs> Jesus. What? Exactly. That's who I'm singing about. I'm singing about Jesus. I know. It's I'm so singing lovely. about Jesus. It's uh, so lovely. Do you want to start things off then? Do the whole uh, high blah, blah, blah thing? Yes. Okay, ready? I'm ready as I'll ever be. I'm ready like, uh, like, I like, what's, what's a, give me a, a simile. A simile? Is it simile for like? Yeah. I'm ready like, you know, like I'm. I'm chilling like Matt did on a penicillin. What would be a ready? What's a ready one, listeners? You can email sixbitspod at gmail.com. I'm ready like a... I was born Player ready. One. That's that's an expression, isn't it? You're ready like Usain Bolt? I'm ready like Usain Bolt. What's he ready for? Everything. A drugs test? In the world. <laughs> he was always ready for a drugs test on, on islands where there was no drug testing. Uh, no, that's a terrible thing to say. Usain Bolt is fabulous. Hello and welcome along to Six Bits. My name is Maureen O'Connell. Right over there is Mr. Ray Foley. Sure is. And what we do is every single day we have a little bit of a chat. We've got six bits, three things each. Just a little bit of discussion. We hang out on the six o'clock show, but it is in no way affiliated with the six o'clock show. Starting us off today with number one is Raymond Foley. Absolutely. Tiger King. Let's begin there because everyone's watching it. Everyone's stuck in. This is like Christmas of 2018, I believe, when uh, all of us were stuck in watching Making a Murderer. Do you remember yes. Making a Murderer way back in the good old days when you used to be able to go out on the piss with your friends? You used to be able to go and hug your father-in-law. That's an interesting no. thing, actually. Something that has occurred to me in the last couple of days. I would like to... You read out a, te- a text last night on the uh, or a comment or a WhatsApp on the 6 o'clock show. Uh, you read out a comment from because we were asking people what was the first thing they're going to do mm-hmm. once all this is over yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, you, the, you, the first text you read out was someone who said I'm going to go over and hug my mother and I thought oh my god I never thought I was thinking of things like going for dinner in a fancy restaurant or going to the pub or maybe even going to the cinema but you were like well not you but this person that texted in said I'm going to go and hug my mother and I, it immediately hit home and I was like, I haven't seen, I ha- not that not that we are particular, like we could go months without seeing each other anyway in real life, my father-in-law and I, uh, and we definitely wouldn't be huggers. But uh, I would be inclined to give him a, a manly, sort of uh, friendly, blokey, not not too uh, affectionate, uh, good to see you again, pal, thump thump, hug, when uh, when this all blows over. I feel the same. I yeah, you. I know you give, do because you're a hugger. I, but I even want to give you a hug, Ray. Yeah, that's like, disgusting. That's this just is uh, crazy yeah. talk. Crazy yeah. talk. So, um, yes, you want to you 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 want to hug. But back to when a time when we were able to go out. I can't remember that at all. Um, yeah, it feels tig- like years ago, doesn't it? Uh, Tiger. I haven't. I haven't started Tiger King because I find the whole thing abhorrent. Oh, the keeping of animals. Well. There's an element of that to it, yeah. Do you mean the keeping of animals, what do you mean? Yeah. Or, or, or killing people. <laughs> <It was> the, <laughs> yeah. 
Is there any <laughs> issues? That, the, the keeping of animals, big problem with murdering. I'm okay. I'm actually shrugs. Grand walks away. <laughs> away you go, lads. <laughs> our our homicide rate in Ireland is down 37.5% since the start of the coronavirus outbreak. Are you outbreak. serious? Really? 37.5%. Wow, that's incredible. You could have done so that people, as, as a number, actually, because um, uh, my th- my feeling on this was that there was going to be an awful lot more uh, no. crime, domestic crime, and people just going insane. There's a Wait, certain sense, see, even driving to work, there's a certain sense of lawlessness about the place that it's like, whoa, no, anything could happen. There's weirdness they're taking, about it. They're taking social distancing to heart, our murderers. <laughs> you be, can't, be, you you can't, can't murder someone too, from a distance. Well, you can, actually. If you have, if you have a gun. Yeah. But you know, with the stabby or stabby. Or a bow and arrow. Yeah, a bow and arrow is fine. A rock, or a hatchet. You could get one of those throwing axes and throw a hatchet at someone from two metres away. And be an extra from um, Braveheart. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, or the last of the Mohicans. But when you're doing the stabby stabby, you're like, I can't stabby yeah. stabby because I'd be... I'd be too close. It's very difficult. And I've got so long arms. <laughs> <laughs> Still too close. Still too close. They could spit on you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kind of visualizing uh, being a long armed stabber murderer <laughs> and then <laughs> standing two meters away and then trying to reach. <laughs> then trying to reach. <laughs> well, do you know how some people but are of putting course on fake you are... tan now? Sorry, say again. Yeah, go on. But you know how some people are putting on fake tan now? They're attaching it to the end of brooms, the mitt, and then they're wiping it on like that, getting their housemates to do it. So you could you could ah, come on. get some sellotape or masking tape and put it at the end of your brush and then stabby stabby. I could do that actually, yeah. Two feet away. Yeah. I'd have two to go meters. and check the distance of the door then to my wife's bed. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm getting very specific now. Um, I may be showing my hand. There. If they're playing if this, in, if, they're, if they're reading out a transcript of this in the, the uh, court of law in the next few months. It was Ray. <laughs> it was it just was, a joke. It was, it was just a joke. <laughs> he exclaimed with enthusiasm. Stabby, stabby. Stabby, stabby on the end of a broomie. Uh, hashtag yes. stabby, stabby on the end of a broomie. No, I'm not considering killing my wife. Actually, she's, in, she's been incredible today. Uh, we, we've done very little exercise and she's been, uh, a rock. I'm on the, uh, Mucho Depresso. Uh, it's a type of coffee. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I, I had a grande depresso this morning. And Is that the new, it, Nespresso are bringing out new flavours during yeah, COVID. For people with deep-seated anxiety where the world is, the situation in the world is just getting too much for them. So they've and got the, COVID-19 and Depresso coffee. Uh, much, a grand, I had a grand day Depresso uh, okay. from the minute I got out of bed this morning and that has truly set me up for the day. Uh, but I went I'm off I'm currently an, drinking a Roma. Oh, oh, this is on in the Nespresso, is it? I'm having an Nespresso right now. This could have been a number as well. So, so we, numbers that you've already missed, murders <laughs> and uh, Nespresso's. Because um, I gave up on Nespresso's years ago because they leave. Here's one for you, dear listeners, uh, uh, beloved listeners. Have you found, those of you with Nespresso machines, that it just doesn't taste like there's no matter what they say, no matter how they sell it to you, no matter how George Clooney is out there in Columbia, wherever he is, oh, chatting oh, to farmers, oh. telling us that it tastes just like the the coffee you'd get in a, oh, in a coffee shop. Oh, George. Oh, George. Oh, George. George, you can sell me. And, and George, you can sell warmer. me a pods. George, give and me your pod. George, with... stick your pod in me and push down the plunger. Oh, Jesus. That's... That's that's aural porn there, Ray. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Puncture. George, I'll puncture have, the foil I, on the top of the lid, George. I have to take a, a sip of my Nespresso to calm down after that. <laughs> you have a drop of aroma there, I tell oh, you. 
Yeah, oh. but it doesn't taste. One, it doesn't taste like uh, regular coffees, and two, it it, does, it leaves it always leaves a funny taste in the back of my throat that isn't the normal taste in the back of the throat that you would get in a good coffee. It leaves a weird aftertaste in Nespresso, and it's not just Nespresso coffees; it's all of them. I've tried all of them. The best the one, pods. The, all all the different pods. Have different ones. The, 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 well, dear listeners, yeah. can I bring you back a few years ago to when we um, Ray and I, <laughs> Ray and I used to uh, breakfast radio together. R.I.P. 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 Gone and but never forgotten. No, gone but for, largely forgotten. Actually, yeah, very much forgotten. And uh, Ray would need a coffee in the morning, so therefore we would all have a coffee in the morning. And no one liked this certain type of coffee, and that coffee was insomnia. But Ray loved it, and Ray, yeah. being Ray, would only have insomnia. <laughs> the dictator. So the, the dictator. <laughs> The the not the malign dictator. Absolutely. So then the rest of us, myself, JP, Suze, we all started drinking insomnia coffee. Yeah. And Dennis, because because Dennis would go out and get the coffees. And now I am addicted to insomnia coffee. Yeah, the Did thing I is like once you start drinking no. insomnia coffee, yeah, you can never go back. Uh it's oh, it, it's, it's a well so known good. colloquialism or expression, isn't it? It's like once you once you go insomnia, you never go back. Isn't that the, isn't that what they say? Bobby Kerr, you pusher, you. Yeah. Creating addicts left, right and centre, so he was. It's true. Uh, it's because they uh, they make a particularly, particularly strong cup. Yes. And then once you get used to it, it's not the same then when you go back to other ones. Because like it was a, a smoker's Costa. coffee originally, wasn't it? Yeah, I heard that story that he had set it up. Was it outside? Not him, but whoever it was that set it up. Mm. Uh, the original Insomnia Coffee set it up outside... Was it Intel or Gateway or one of the big computer places? One of the big computer companies, yeah. Uh, and the workers would be coming out for their fag and they would have their coffee. And they were, because they were mostly smokers buying the coffee, they couldn't really taste it because they didn't have a particularly um, sophisticated palate. Heavy smokers particularly don't. I remember my granny not being able to taste anything. My granny used to put... Uh, black pepper on everything. I mean, like everything. She put black pepper on it. And it was just so she could taste the food because her taste buds were dead from smoking so much. She was a very heavy smoker. R.I.P. R.I.P. Not in a radio sense, in an actual, R.I.P. you know, in an actual rest in peace sense. In a real sense. In a real in a real sense. No longer with us because she's dead. And uh, she she uh, she put pepper on, ev- black pepper on everything. Uh, but yeah, then, so the, the, what happened was they made it stronger and then eventually they made this insomnia coffee so strong that uh, it became a sensation and the, the, the workers loved it. It's delicious. I love it. I love delicious. the latte. I love a cappuccino, cappuccino, cappuccino uh, or cappuccino actually from insomnia. And you know, they've got machines now in a load of places as well. Well, they did. Well, before they're slices. not the same. They're very good. They're very, very good. Yeah, they're not, they're not the same. But I, I, I make an old latte at home now with an espresso. I like it. Okay. Fair play to it. Uh, if anyone else uh, agrees with me, you can uh, get in touch. If you disagree with me, just uh, don't bother. Uh, sixbitspod at g- gmail.com. <laughs> so let's make that number one, those 20 million things we just talked about. And let's move on to number two, Tiger King, Ray. Oh, so oh, right. All those things are, yeah, because murders and espresso can be number one. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll bunch them in together. Tiger King is the, uh, even though you're opposed to it, to fill you in. So are we doing, this is number two then, is it? Number two. Number two. Um, the, uh, yeah, the, so Tiger King, it's funny because everyone is talking about it like it is making a murderer, which was mm. hugely gripping and compelling. And it was our first real 
dose of that sort of thing. There's been loads yes. of it since, of course, because it was that Christmas we were all locked in, everyone watching Making a Murderer, everyone telling each other, everyone tweeting and talking about it and whatever. And now I've it's the same thing with Twitter and Insta, everyone talking about Tiger King. Uh, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm four episodes in. But they do not... They're, they're doing it all wrong. Either that or they've decided that, no, we're not going to do it like everybody else or we're going to change up the script because everyone has seen this type of thing before. But for me, because I've seen it so... The, you know, this type of thing like... You drip, drip, drip information and then at the end of the episode you go, it's bam and it's like, oh my God. And then you need to watch the next episode because it's all streaming and they want you to binge it, right? With Tiger King, they don't really do that. It's just they introduce you to the person or the the cast of characters and then the episode ends and then they just continue doing that. And I'm I'm, I'm on the fourth, I mean, going into the fifth episode now. Something happened in the fourth episode or they introduced us to a a sort of an idea uh, in the fourth episode. And then, but again, at the end of the episode, there wasn't a like, we've asked this question. And in the next episode, we might even answer it. And it's just, just hanging there. There's no sense of suspense or, you know, you know, like an airport thriller novel. At the end of every chapter, yeah. there's a kind of a, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. They don't do that at all in this. Oh. Yeah. If anyone's looking for those Joe Spain uh, Six Wicked Reasons, uh, her latest book, it's all suspense. It's like, <gasps> I must read the next chapter. So they're not doing that. Whereas, no. did you watch Don't F With Cats? I did. That was all. <gasps> What's next? Yeah. I I felt, um, again, I felt cheated by that though as well. See, no one's sticking to the rules anymore. We're in damn it. Rules are there for a reason. Because people are just watching. Now, you do know the filmmaker of Tiger King has come out has come out and said... Now, I presume I presume there's been a killing, by the way. That's why I said, spoiler alert, I don't know that there is, but I presume there has been a killing because there's loads of references to guns and uh, people being uh, in prison and that, that sort of thing. So don't te- don't ruin it for me, but I presume there's killings involved. Uh, um, I know someone's husband disappeared. See, I haven't watched it. This is all just the stuff that I'm getting through osmosis. Right, so what did the filmmaker say? Sorry. Uh, he was uh, unhappy with how it some of the elements how it turned out because I think he had this idea that this was just going to be this big polemic against keeping big cats and and how awful it is and how is this a cultural thing and it needs to be banned and then male or female him him Him. he made it though (laughs) the person who made it but then I think Netflix took it and were like great and kind of did a little bit of re-editing or they wanted to push it out really quick because of everything that's happened. Oh. And and it's become more sensationalised rather than it becoming a, 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 an, a an essay against this horrible, horrible practice. So it's been dramatised so much because there is, someone does go missing or, or something happens. Um, so, so are you happy, would you advise me to watch it? Oh, I'm just after watching a young fella take you a face first tumble over his scooter outside. Oh, no. Oh, poor kid. Oh, oh his God. His mom and I guess his auntie are with him or two ladies are with him. Oh, God, he's breaking oh. my heart. It's about seven or eight. Oh. Are his teeth okay? Oh, Jesus. Oh, he's fine. He, I think he landed on kind of sort of his forehead more so than his... Um... Oh, God. Oh, God, I can feel that. To They're everyone Asian. who lost... There's a younger boy as well, Asian. They're both Asian. Painting a picture for you here. But Asian t- on scooters and they've all got face masks on. Not because they're Asian, because there's a, there's a, a, yeah, a, a okay. respiratory pandemic going Please on. Please find out. Yeah. Um, it is a bit of a cliche though, isn't it? That it's like, com- yeah, totally. Cliche. Yeah. 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 A stereotype. 
And one uh, of our friends oh, who is... breaking my heart looking at them. They're gone now. Sorry, go on. One of our friends who is Asian, uh, someone myself and Ray both know, said that... And he's he's from Ireland. And uh, he said recently that... Uh, and this was before it all went a bit mad. What Asians do I know from... Oh, Qua- uh, right, okay. Kwanji. Kwanji, I was going to say. Yeah. He said that he's never uh, cleared a bank more quickly than he cleared his throat one day in a bank about three weeks ago. He said, <clears throat> and he was like, the amount of people that left the room... <laughs> Or just stepped away from me. Oh, and I'm man. like, you're from Donegal. <laughs> He's like, I know. He's a very funny man, the Kwanji Chan, I must say. Oh, love him. Very, love very him. funny. Uh, great, great chef. Great chef. <laughs> He's a great chef um, as well. Funny guy. Yeah. Can we go back to whether we should watch, t- I should watch Tiger, Tiger King? Yeah, you, if, watch it, but don't watch it with the expectation that it's going to knock your socks off. That's uh, that's all. Unless like it's a really okay. slow build, like four or five episodes in, you'd be thinking now, by now, there's going to be a... <gasps> and there hasn't. Do you know... Would you know what Jared Leto 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 was doing? What? He's he's live. It's not a tweeting. podcast, is it? For Christ's sake! No, <laughs> he, he's live tweeting Tiger King. So he watched it all, and then he said, "Put it out on his Twitter." He was like, "Hey guys, let's blow! I'm going to blow your minds. Let's watch this all together." So he's dressing up as your man Tiger Joe or whatever the hell his name is. Oh yeah, yeah. And he takes various poses because obviously Jared Leto would have all the clothes. Yeah, and um. And he's live tweeting it. What do you think Jared Leto is actually like? Oh, a bit much. Bit really? Much, I'd say. I think oh, he's a bit much now. But um, I saw him. I saw him in um, American Psycho. Well, I, I watched a scene on YouTube of American Psycho. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I forgot he was in that. And your man's in it, uh, Mr. Aniston, or former Mr. Aniston. What's his name? Taru. Yes, Justin Theroux. He's one of the 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 Wall Street types. Yeah, I did not know that, but he's perfectly cast in that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that movie. Oh, God. Oh, God. When I read that book, I had to keep a copy of Pride and Prejudice beside me as well. So when it got too much, I'd put it under the bed and then I'd read Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. <gasps> it's so how does good. he do it? How, how, does he, how does Jared Leto do it? Do you, do you think, I'd say he works really hard at it. I'd, I think this has to be the fifth iteration of him. It can't, it can, it's, he's <laughs> got to have 75. It's the illusionist all over again. It's Leto 5.0. <laughs> like, he's not, he looks exactly as he did when he played Jordan Catalano in 1994. Yeah. Like, come on. It's very depressing. As someone who has aged 20 years in, in 10, or 30 years in 10, uh, it's very depressing that it Jared is. Leto has stayed the same age over Very depressing. Years. Yeah. Uh, number three, mm. some good news. And this is the Queen of Our Hearts, indeed the Queen of the World, Dolly Parton. She has announced today that she is going to read bedtime stories for kids oh, I in love a it. new video series entitled Good Night with Dolly. Finally, someone we actually want to watch doing the bed. Everyone's doing the bedtime stories. Chris O'Dowd. Is Chris O'Dowd doing it? Did I read somewhere that Chris O'Dowd is doing it? Maybe I'm being unfair on Chris O'Dowd by saying that. that, that oh, no, I think he's doing something and I think it's very sweet because, you know, the BBC children's bedtime stories with Tom Hardy and they yeah. went to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Well, Dolly Parton, she started off her clip on YouTube today by being, well, hello, it's Dolly climbing the stairway to heaven because the virus has scared the H-E-L-L out of us. And then she <laughs> burst into laughter. And I, I, I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. She is the light that we need in yeah. this time. If you do not have children, I still think your soul could do with a little bit of Dolly reading a bedtime story to you. I agree entirely. She's she's a charm personified. Again, Dolly Parton and Jared Leto. What's Dolly Parton doing? Well, we know what she's doing, actually. We know what Dolly's doing. I, <laughs> Come on. I, I don't think. I think, that, I think there's a surgeon in the uh, in, in the southern states of America that uh, Dolly hasn't consulted with on some, some point or another. That and Dolly has us told in. us 
about consulting with all the surgeons in the entire world. Oh yeah, I don't don't believe that she. No, I'm not. Wasn't for a moment suggesting that she's been uh, uh, dishonest about it. Oh my word, no, no, not at all. No, 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 no. no. Uh, shall we move on? Let's go to number f- uh, four. Three, no. three. Three? Four. One, the, two, you, you, three, one, two, four. Three, four. Okay. Four. Number four. I'm not putting numbers on this actually today because uh, I'm depressed. Um, by the way, on, depresso. On the, on the, mucho, I had a grande depresso this morning. <laughs> and depresso. I, I, I had a, a venti uh, depresso then just after lunch. <laughs> I'm 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 less depressed now than I was this morning, but let me tell you, I was in the throes of it this morning. Is oh. it the situation? Uh, no, it's just. Do you know what it is? Actually, really, it's just. I'm just really, really tired, and and without being, you know, to to take away the drama from it, I'm very, very tired, and I am getting a bit not depressed, but down about mm-hmm. how much I have to do. Like every minute of every day, I'm going. Oh Christ! I still need to do that. And oh, it's yeah. It's uh. It's and I, I'm so. T- I think as well. The clocks change has really screwed me. And I think today it finally, finally, finally caught up with me. So um. Okay. But, um. I think I think that's it. I don't think it is a situation actually. Of of all things, or or maybe it is. Maybe it's finally the case that it's like, oh God, it has been too long in the house. Um. <clears throat> but I I don't I think know. so. Not yet. Give it me hit me on days. Friday, and I was like, oh God, oh God. And then I snapped out of it by Sunday, but Jesus, it did hit me. Yeah, very, just very so, tired, I think. It comes in waves with everyone. Okay, go on. What do you have for us? Chuckle brother Paul, 72, says he's been diagnosed with coronavirus. Not oh, much stop. chuckles in that. The other chuckle brother has it. This is Paul Elliott. He said he only had mild symptoms of coronavirus, but admitted it was not nice to deal with. Hang on a minute then. He's grand, is he? Oh. Well, that's okay. That's something to chuckle about, isn't it? Oh, um, so he hasn't gotten the test. He, he's got the symptoms. He only had mild symptoms with the virus. It's not nice to deal with. Hi, guys. Just checking in to let you know I'm still around. Uh, That's that's essentially what this podcast is. Uh, I've been laid up with COVID-19 for a few days, so it must be confirmed. Just mild, but it was there there and it's not nice, I promise you. Uh, And there's a photograph of Paul and Barry, his late brother, Barry, Please stay inside, he said. We're all going stir crazy. We know that, but please stay inside. To me, to you. Uh, take the pressure Take pressure off NHS, Marie Curie, etc. Please, please stay in, guys, and enjoy as best you can. Uh, Paul captioned the clip on the mend, hashtag NHS, uh, at Marie Curie UK. There you go. And oh. uh, But he's all right. That's good to hear. He's, uh, he's 72, so he's on the younger end of the danger zone. Uh, but like that... Uh, it can hit anyone, and it's it's going around. Lock up your elders and cocoon well, them, isn't it? Cocoon them. What's what we got to do? This was a part of a of a press briefing this afternoon from uh, the Department of Antishuk. Elizabeth Canavan was doing a press briefing, and she said not all those over the age of seventy are following advice on cocooning because they're seeing many people over the age of seventy. Obviously, they get a pension, and they're attending their post offices to collect the pension. Oh no! You better shut like, that down. Oh, God, can we please get someone? Oh, God. Oh, God. But then so, what do you do if you're alone? You need your pension. I was going to say, what, what are the options? There surely must have been options put in place for... The, the uh, options this. are you don't have to collect it straight away. It won't be sent back. It'll be it'll be there for you. Okay. So they're going to keep it for longer than they normally would if it isn't collected. But if you need to live and you don't have anyone who can go and collect it for you... Can the postman do it for you? I know on post said they were stepping up and the postman can do things... Is there a, a, a postal thing or a... I don't know if you can. 
or a nominee situation? This is showing our ignorance now of the, uh, the plight of the elderly. Oh, no, no, no. You can do a nominee. But I think an awful lot of the what was mentioned today in the press briefing is that um, <clears throat> an awful lot of these older people, which I understand, they just want to get out. And I get it. And like going, my, going for the pension is your excuse, legitimate yeah. excuse to get out, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but the last thing you want to do is go to a counter that everyone's going to. You know See, I mean? that's the thing. Yeah. But it was said in the press briefing that there are alternatives available, such as the ability to nominate an agent to collect their pension, which is now paid fortnightly. So they're not doing it weekly anymore. They are increasing it to fortnightly so that it will be there for uh-huh. longer. But like I was chatting to my mom and Mary is now doing, she does at least 10,000 steps a day. She's doing them out the back garden. And we've got neighbours <laughs> overlooking the house on both sides and then four or five houses from, like everyone from the back can look over. And mom is just doing these circles. She has a path like, worn through the marigolds. Through the bloody tiny semi-D garden. And she's like, all the neighbours think I'm bonkers. They've got their heads out the window going, Mary, how are you doing? What lap are you on now? And she's like, oh God, oh God. But she has to do it. So I can understand why they want to get out. But please do listen to Paul chuckle. Be careful. It's not worth it. Number five. Some actual news. Military police investigation launched after suspected cocaine discovered at Baldonnell Airfield. Huh? Drugs have been found at Baldonnell. Not easy for you to say. They've been found uh, on the ground close to the officer's mess at Baldonnell Airfield. Because, you know, the military use it and they've kind of been called into action right now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Jesus. Is it much? How much of it is is there? Uh, A bag of drugs. Oh, right. So it's (laughs) like a a little, a small amount, a personal amount. Someone dropped it or something, is it? Oh, oh, I don't know. The bag could be... Like, is it a kilo? (laughs) The bag could be a bum bag. It could be a handbag or it could be a suitcase full or it could I, be your gear bag. It I doesn't like the say idea the of, 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 uh, of a pilot with a, with a bum bag. I, by the way, we're not saying it's a pilot. It could be anyone out there. But I like the idea of a pilot wearing a bum bag full of cocaine <laughs> and in the full uniform of a pilot uh, in the style of Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can but add oh add to that God. a bum bag Martin's got a bum bag by the way ladies and gentlemen I do I had to buy a bum bag for my phone so I could listen to my podcasts on my couch to 5k wow and I feel like an idiot with my bum bag but I, it does I presume the there job. are multiple photographs of you in the bum bag uh, supported Obviously. and sponsored by uh, Little Woods uh, <laughs> no support, no sponsor. Um, I do need to get wireless uh, headphones because I, I hate the headphones I have. But anyway, back to the drugs at Baldonnell. Yeah. Bal- Baldonnell. Baldonnell. <laughs> it reminds me of, did you ever read or watch Mr. Nice? You know, the Howard Mark story? No. The lovable, friendly drug dealer from Wales? No. So, um, do, do you know Howard Marks? No, <laughs> he would have been. He would have. I would have interviewed him a few times back in the radio days. RIP. And um, oh, and I, I used to listen to every show. I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> he would have been on loads, and he was played by Risa Fans in the movie. Okay. And uh, it's all in his book. There's this. Oh, whole I think bit. I know about that. I know about the film. Uh, yeah. And the film was called Mr. Nice, was it? No, it wasn't. It's called Mr. Nice. Yeah. 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 Okay. So 
I remember when I was working in uh, Spin South West, we were having him in and I'd, I'd read the book a few times because, you know, in college, it's one of those things you have a bloody poster of Dali on the wall and you read Mr. Nice. And um, there's this bit about Shannon Airport. He had this whole operation running through Shannon Airport and he had, um, and being from Limerick, he had an apartment rented, a crappy apartment rented in Limerick. Oh my God. Limerick is, look at it. Limerick is a part of a drugs ring. I thought it was like, oh, look at us. We're getting our name in a book. Not realising at the age of 18, this is not cool, by the way. He was running a massive drugs operation out of your wow. town. Yeah. So, and then when I saw that today, I was like, oh my God. Well, we don't know that drugs? this is, uh, once we get more information here, hang on, let me look it up. Baldonald drug, because it could be like personal consumption or it could be an absolutely humongous it could be a load of it. Hang on now. Hang on. I'm Bal Donald it, drugs. It just says a bag on the reports. Okay. All right. All but right. I'm just saying that enterprises during this COVID-19 crisis, they haven't shut down, you know. Oh, absolutely not. No. If anything, it's presenting an opportunity. People will always find an opportunity. Have you Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of which, have you seen, have you been advertised at for a home desk, a, a plywood home desk? There's like 15 of these companies now. Selling the, uh, the the plywood home desks. Oh, uh, yes. Work, work from home desk. Self-assembly. Arrives in a little flat pack. And you stick it together. €150. Euro. I know this because I bought one. <laughs> of course you did. Of course I did. But in fairness, now both of my kids... I only bought one because I, I had a desk for the other one. Both of my kids have desks in their rooms. And we can say to them when they're doing our heads in in the kitchen, colouring and killing each other, go to your rooms. Here's some paper for you. Here's some paper for you. Or here's a worksheet for you. Here's a worksheet for you. And get out of our faces for 20 minutes because we're all locked inside. So in fairness, yeah. it has a practical use, even though I probably would have bought it anyway because I'm, I'm the most susceptible person to marketing in the world. Oh yeah, if you want if you want Ray to buy something, I'm not joking, do up the crappiest ad you possibly could yeah. and just just send it to him on Instagram. He'll buy the bloody thing. Soft mind. Um Number six. Last week Taoiseach Leo Varadkar announced further restrictions for a two week period until the twelfth of April. Uh, this is on the journal this morning. Everybody in Ireland has been told to stay at home for two weeks, except essential workers travelling to work and other exceptions, as I'm sure you're well aware. Uh, the two kilometre radius of the house rule, of course. And what else do they say? Uh, cocoon your old people. With ev- This is a poll they're running on the journal this morning, OK? Yeah. With everyone being asked to stay at home, people may mm. find themselves with a lot more free time on their hands. I flippin' wish, the journal.ie, I wish I have no time. Uh, at the mo- it's largely because the six o'clock show it takes up the second half of my day. I, if I if that wasn't the case at the moment, I would be I do all my work day and then I would be off the hook. So yeah, I, I, I would know. have free time then. Oh, and I also just say lots yeah. of people with too much free time on their hands. So yeah, to those people, get off Twitter. <laughs> hope, I hope you're o- I hope you're okay. Uh, absolutely, yeah, I, and get off Twitter to to, to both on both of those. Uh, so, we want to know, will you take up a hobby over the next few weeks? This is a poll they're running on the journal.ie. Uh, and I think I already know the answer to the question. Well, in the sense that you've taken up the jogging more. I have. That's a hobby, uh, I guess, I, isn't it? Do you think it's something yeah. you'll stick with afterwards? I do. I, I, I'm really enjoying it. As in, I hate running, but I like the headspace. So, I think I'm going to keep it up. And uh, have you taken up a hobby? I uh, I haven't yet, but I, uh, provided I'm not working on the six o'clock show next week. Well, working b- based on the on the proviso, not the proviso, but the assumption that I'm not. I've bought a keyboard. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! 
Now it's don't you super cheap. Have, it's don't super you already che- have a Casio keyboard? I don't actually have one. No, I don't. Oh, I thought you did. No, I have a. It, this is actually an electric piano. Uh, hopefully, my wife can't hear me because she's going to kill me if she does. She's downstairs. Oh, uh, Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to murder me. Oh, uh, Ray. She's, she's going to be doing the stabby with the end of the broomstick job oh. to me <laughs> when she finds when she Social finds distancing. out. About, yeah. Uh, but um, and she, she got very short arms. I'll be grand. Uh, even oh with the broom, God. she won't be able to reach me if they do me. Do me. <laughs> She'll be throwing oh the God. bread knife at me. Uh, so yeah, I ordered. It's super cheap because you know me. If if it, <laughs> if I die, it, if you know if it falls away. Uh, I lose interest. I can flog it on again or I can put it in the attic and not worry about it being a massive waste of money. But I've ordered it and it's arriving next week. Uh, and I already have an electric drum kit in my attic. A full drum kit in my Ray. attic. Yeah, I know. But I keep being advertised at. Do you know, do you, actually, do you know what? <laughs> oh my God. We just, we just covered this. Case keep, in point. In, Instagram and Facebook keep sending me ads. <laughs> Of, you know, these apps where you can learn how to play the piano in eight weeks. Oh, so, my God. So I was like, well, I don't have anything I can do that on. And my youngest, he's gone mad. He has uh, he has two little, tiny little keyboard things. Oh, he, yeah. He keeps playing them, keeps uh, kind of making his own little songs and stuff. And I was kind of going, well, if there's ever a time to try and encourage a little bit of that in him and by doing a little bit of, a, um, of it myself with an app, it's now. Now is the time. So, yeah. So we're gonna I'm going to put it in the corner of the kitchen and away we go. Can, on the count of three... When you talk about an older man playing the keyboard, cultural reference, we need to say it out loud. Okay. Are you ready? Three. Two. One. Father Ross Ted. Ross from Friends. Oh, <laughs> Father Ted. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Father Ted for me. Mine is the Ross sounds that you, you're going to have no clue how to play the piano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it's just going to be... Zow, zow, zow. <laughs> Come back to me in two weeks and we'll see. We'll it's see. going to be a soundscape. Uh, right, that's it. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Oh, we got emails. We did. We got correspondence. Oh, hello, uh, correspondence. Rob got in touch. Uh, wasn't it on social? And he said he wants he wants nerdy stuff uh, from us. Um, so yeah, oh, we'll, Rob, we'll, yes. we'll do our best for that. We, we did. We have any nerdy stuff today? We didn't really have any nerdy references, and we're usually pretty mm. good for the nerds. Then, we'll although do. you your your um your reference to your author, your um that's a bit nerdy, isn't it? It's a bit uh, culturally. What, Howard Marks. Yeah, we will. We will do. We will get some um, not manga references, but we'll 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 hike up the old Marvel and DC references soon. Awesome. And uh, this is Sorka Col- Sorka Sorsha or Sorka Coleman was in touch. Uh, yeah. Sixbitspod at gmail dot com is our email address. We'd love to hear from you. No sexual awakenings actually there, Warren. Uh, everyone's still very much sexually asleep with the sexual awakenings. If someone wants to send any in, uh, you can send them in. Where you know you could be listening late. We don't mind if you know, when you send it in. We just like to hear from you. It'll give you something to do. Also, maybe voice notes. You can record those and send them in on the email as well. It's up to you. Uh, yeah. lo- loving the podcast. Well done, and thanks for the five k inspiration, Warren. Uh, my amazing daughter, my amazing brother, Dara Coleman, and his wife, Rachel, and two kids, Toby and Lucy, hosted the first COVID family table quiz on Saturday night for the extended oh. family. Some of us might not fully recall the final round due to a little bit of wine, but it was the best fun. My sister, Suzanne, with hubby Marcus and son, Jack, won. So they are this week's host. Uh, it was so much fun and a great way to spend a few hours with the family. Some pics attached. Highly recommended. Uh, families give it a try. Cheers from Circa. And she's put photographs. One man has dressed up. <laughs> he's got a... This is this must be the hubby, actually, because he's in uh, black tie. He's got a dicky bow on. 
uh, wearing the, all the black tie looks very well turned out but if you scan a little bit further down he's wearing a pair of jeans on the bottom I love so, it so this is purely just for the zoom and they've got yes. a glass of red and a glass of white there and they've got all the it, he looks like he's the, he could be the quiz master uh, which Ooh. is very impressive I'm looking at the fam here as well uh, oh Thurka Re- love it Re- love Rebecca's it. there Suzanne Catherine and Vanessa hang on Uh, our uh, boss in TV3 in Virgin Media Television is in Circa's extended family (laughs) no it's Pat Kiley and his wife no it's not on my life and Pat looks like he's just got a question wrong and he's not enjoying the experience (laughs) of the quiz Send me the picture. I will, of course. Yeah, I will. <laughs> anyway, Circa, thanks for getting it. That is Pat. It says it's, it says Vanessa Kylie, and Vanessa is his missus. Uh, Hi, I used Vanessa. To Hi, Vanessa. Pat. Yeah, I knew Vanessa years ago in Today FM. She was uh, on the crew with Sean uh, and Edward. Uh, anyway, hi, hi. that's weird. Hi. It's a small, 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 small world when we're locked in our houses with our families, not killing them. Uh, right. Six, uh, six, 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 yeah, sorry. Pod at gmail.com. Email us. We'll have chats. And we go crack. And anything you want to talk about, let us know. My piles are giving me chip. <laughs> Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan.